Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. And today, we are going to talk about how to master all the techniques that I teach you in this podcast. But not only that, but in my three-month coaching program. What happens to a lot of guys is they listen to a podcast like this one. They get lots of techniques, right? They get the cubes, storytelling, strawberry fields, cold reading, push-pull, qualifying, false disqualifiers, RCR, all the things that I teach in my podcast, but of course, more importantly, in my program. And they're like, I get into set and I forget everything. Literally, I can't remember anything. I'm just trying to focus on what she's saying and I'm trying to fight through what is basically an adrenaline dump. Especially when you talk to a really attractive woman, what happens to a lot of you guys is you get brain freeze, what I call screensaver mode. You can't think on your feet. She's so damn hot because the adrenaline is dumping into your system. So it prevents you from being able to think in intricate ways. You go into what is basically fight or flight mode. And this is really natural and it happens to a lot of guys, but they learn all these great things. They have all these tools in their arsenal that they think they can use and they're motivated to use it. But when they actually get into the situation itself, they realize that they can't use it because they just can't access it. They're like, am I doing this right frame control thing? Or if she asks me this thing, I know I should have a response to it, which Mark told me, but I can't remember the damn response. So my first tip is you will get better at remembering to do this stuff once you've used it enough times. So the first time you get a frame check, and a frame check, of course, is she asks you a why question, right? Why are you drinking that drink? Why are you wearing those shoes? Why are you talking to us? And I have lots of reversals for those. If you listen to any of my podcasts about frame control, I teach those reversals. I have a ton of reversals for those that work really well, but you can't remember them while it happens. And it's kind of like the Seinfeld episode where George gets into an argument with these guys and then he's driving home and he's like, that's what I should have said. And in the case of that episode, he actually turns the car around and goes back <laughs> and tries to throw the rebuttal at them, you know, an hour after the actual argument happened. And it's a really funny episode, but it's a testament to how we as humans will think back on things that happen and realize, dang, I should have said that. I should have done this. And that too is a good reason to have what I call after action reports. What I have my clients do is after they go out into the field and they speak to women, they come back and a little homework assignment is to just write down what went well, what didn't go well, what I could work on, what I forgot in the conversation, and what I'd like to remember the next time. And that's the way that progress is made, right? Progress is made by incremental improvements and by doing what I'm going to tell you today, which is to rep out the material, to rep it out. Okay, so when we get into conversations with women, most conversations go generally the same. You guys generally talk about the same things. You're kind of getting to know each other. If you're good at what you're doing, you'll insert the attraction building techniques, but there's always a platform for you to get those techniques in. I was talking to a girl this weekend and it was such a conversation that I've had 50,000 times before that to me, since I've done it so many times, 
it was almost like I was 10 steps ahead of where she was. We're playing chess, not checkers. And I've already won the game. I've already beat her. Like she's already gotten her king taken or I don't play chess. So I don't know what the terminology is, but I've basically checked, made it her ass and she's done so. So to me, because I've been in set so many times, it's almost kind of boring in a way. And I'll challenge myself in different ways by trying not to use the techniques by trying to think of new techniques on the fly. And that's why I have so many techniques. If you look into my book, The Conversation Sniper, which by the way, can be yours. If you were to leave me a review and email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com, there's so many lines in there. And guys are like, how do you think of this shit? And I'm like, I've been in set so many times. It just comes to me because I'm not always relying on those things that I've already created. I'm relying instead on new techniques that I create in the here and now. But for you guys, especially if you're beginning, you don't have that ability because you haven't even repped out what I teach you to begin with. So as I alluded to earlier, most conversations go pretty similarly, right? You open her by usually asking her a question, making a comment, ask a couple more questions, and then you get into get to know you kind of stuff, bantering kind of stuff. Hopefully bantering is really powerful. So as you're getting to know her, you're asking her certain questions about yourself. The conversational threads are going this way or that way. And there's always easy intervals where you can throw in techniques. Okay, so one of the first techniques that I teach my clients is called cold reading. Cold reading is very, very simple and it's really good for building attraction. Basically, you're analyzing the person about something you don't technically know anything about them. So for example, you say one side of you is this way, the other side of you is this way, and because of that, sometimes you're at odds with yourself. So for example, and I say this all the damn time, it's almost boring while I'm saying it. I, I go into screensaver mode, but a different screensaver mode because I've said it so many times. I don't even need to focus on what I'm saying. But basically you say, you know, as I'm talking to you, Kelly, you're really nice. You're really friendly. You're obviously a good conversationalist. But I bet deep inside, like deep inside of who you are, you're not to be fucked with. And she'll always agree with that because it's true for everybody. You're cold reading. It's exactly as it sounds. Cold meaning you don't know anything about them. Reading meaning you're reading them. You're cold reading their personality to make a conclusion. And then she feels like you're so intuitive. And since it's about her, she gets more attracted to you. People always want to hear about themselves. So a lot of my techniques are about analyzing her personality, about telling her things about herself or questions that get her into her emotions where she can express other truths about herself. So cold reading, one side of you is this way, the other side of you is that way. And the easiest one is, I can tell you're really nice on the outside, but on the inside, I can tell you're not to be messed with or the opposite. You know, you have this whole bad girl thing going on. You're obviously the bodyguard of the group. You're obviously not to be messed with. And I get that. But I bet deep inside, you're probably the best friend a girl could have. You would probably do anything for your friend. You're probably really sweet and compassionate with them. But I think you're kind of like a cat where it takes a while to get into that space with you because you're a little bit protective. Now, She's oftentimes going to say, yeah, that's totally true. But what's cool about this cold reading, a little tip for you is if she says, no, that's not true. You'd be like, see, I told you, you have this whole bad girl thing going on. You don't even want to agree with me because you don't want to go away from that image you have yourself. Or if you say the outside of her is nice and the inside of her is very not to be fucked with. And she says, no, that's not true. Then you say, see, deep inside, you're not to be messed with. You won't even agree with what I just said. So you can use her response to your cold read as evidence to prove that the cold read is true, 
works every single time. Okay, so we have cold reading. You guys understand that. One way of you is this way, the other way of you is that way, and together they make who they are, Sarah. That's who Sarah is, okay? They're gonna agree with it literally 99% of the time, and as I just taught you, you can use their reaction as evidence as to why they're disagreeing with you, so it's 100% effective. Now, I just taught that to you, and you might be driving your car or on the Stairmaster. I know you get on that Stairmaster, bro, trying to get your badonkadonk butt a little whittled down so it looks more masculine. I know that's what you guys do while you're listening to my podcast. And you're like, okay, dude, that's an awesome method. That will get that girl attracted to me. So you got it in your head and then you're going to go out this weekend and you're going to forget to use it. Why? Because while you're talking to her and she's yammering on and on about her Honda Civic getting a flat tire last weekend, you're going to be like, oh, dude, what was that cold reading thing again? How did that work? And you won't be able to access it because you're in the pressure of the moment, especially if the girl is hot. As I said, what happens is adrenaline dumps into your system. And when adrenaline is in your system, you're in a fight or flight mode, which means you can't think intricately. You can't think of these little games. Whereas with me, I've been in set so many times, I can think on my feet and I can just wing it and come up with stuff. So what do we do? How do we get to master these different techniques? You rep it out. You rep, you rep, you rep, just like you're in the goddamn batting cages. All right, let's go from the backyard to the bigs. Let's get the barrel on the ball and hit a home run into left field and run those fucking bases. Don't overwork your bullpen and let's play defense in a way where you're going to win your second golden glove in two years because you're a goddamn champion. Yes, I've been watching baseball. I find it very relaxing. Kind of reminds me of my childhood. I don't know if a lot of you guys can relate to that, but my dad used to watch it. So I like to have it on in the background and it, it's really relaxing. But they say some funny shit, man. And I write down some stuff in my notes. Focus on your defense and win that golden glove. Don't overthink your bullpen. God, they get into it. So anyway, boys, what you do is rep it like you are in the bullpen and you're just throwing those pitches time after time after time. So you take a thing like cold reading, okay? Cold reading is extremely effective to make a girl attracted to you quickly in the conversation. I can use cold reading within 30 seconds, within 30 seconds. Like I meet her, ask her a couple of questions, be like, you know what, real quick, I kind of get a feeling about you. On the outside, you're this way. On the inside, you're that way. And I feel like that's kind of what makes up your personality. Immediately builds rapport because she's like, whoa, this guy really has an intuitive sense about me and he understands me. But what I want you guys to do is to rep it out literally in every single conversation you have, either this weekend or if you go out day gaming between now and this weekend, I want you to rep it out. So you pick one single thing. That's right, one thing. Forget about frame control. Forget about storytelling. Forget about strawberry fields. Forget about everything I've taught you and pick one goddamn thing and rep that thing out in every single conversation you have until you've mastered it. Then what happens? Now that you've mastered it, it's an arrow that goes into your quiver, right into the back of your quiver, and then you work on the next thing. So how many conversations does it typically take for it to get embedded into my client's minds? Usually about 10 conversations. So I tell them, listen, write it down on a piece of paper. Literally take that piece of paper, fold it up and put it in your back pocket. The reason we do this is it's NLP related. When you write something down on a piece of paper and you have it tangibly on your person, you're gonna remember the technique. And if you forget the technique, what do you do? Pull out the piece of paper and look at it. This is also a good technique, by the way, to do on first dates. When you go on a first date, you write down all the stories you wanna tell, all the techniques you wanna use, 
on a tangible piece of paper. I prefer that to doing it in the notes section on my phone and you fold it up and you put it into your pocket. If and when you run into a silence that you don't know how to overcome, you excuse yourself to the bathroom, you look at the piece of paper and now you have content. Or you can do what I've done several times, which is to literally take out the piece of paper, unfold it, read it, pick the technique I want to use, fold it back up and put it in my pocket and say, so you ever heard of this thing called the cube? And a lot of times she'd be like, did you just pull out a piece of paper with things to talk about? I'm like, yeah, where's your piece of paper? Why aren't you prepared the way I am, Sarah? You know, when I look at you, I feel like sometimes you're really prepared and other times you aren't. But when you do take that time to get prepared, things go a lot better for you. Is that right? And guys, that was just a cold read. Okay, so you take either cold reading or storytelling or push-pull or reverse cold reading or qualifying or false disqualifiers or strawberry fields, the cube, the pig, storytelling, whatever it is that you want to rep out and you make yourself talk about it in every single conversation until it is completely mastered and you understand it. And then once you have that, again, it's an arrow in your quiver, then you go to the next thing. You're like, okay, I got cold reading down. Now I'm going to practice storytelling. I'm going to practice this story right here about something that happened outside the bar or something that happened in the mall I happened to be in. Whatever you choose to do, you're going to rep it and you're going to get it in there no matter what. Now that begs the question, well, if I try to get it in there no matter what, won't that create some awkward instances where I'm just randomly saying this thing to a person who perhaps doesn't want to hear it or the conversation isn't going that way? Yeah, yeah. It could possibly create some awkward moments, but who cares? How many goddamn conversations are you going to have over the next several years as you start to really master this stuff? Thousands, hopefully tens of thousands. So a couple practice conversations isn't the end of the world. And if you're really nervous, then go do it with a girl who's unattractive. Okay, a sea donkey, a canyon mule, a mountain troll, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just practice this shit. And you can get it in a lot easier than you think you can, especially something like cold reading. It's easy. She's talking. You'd be like, you know what? Hold up, hold up. I kind of get a feeling about you. Do you mind? Do you mind if I say something? No, I don't mind. You're this way on the outside. You're this way on the inside. And that's just the feeling I get about you. Is that right? And once again, boys, if she says, no, that's not right. You say, see, I told you. I told you not to be messed with. And then her reply essentially just confirms what you said. So you win no matter what. Wrap that out and just get it into the conversation. I don't care if it's with a girl who's working at Starbucks, at Jamba Juice, a girl who you see at the gas station, the nightclubs, day game at malls, outdoor shopping areas, at bookstores, wherever you happen to be, just force yourself to use it. I'm telling you, repping this thing out the way you are in the batter's box, doing pitch after pitch, hitting homer after goddamn homer is going to make that into an arrow that you have in your quiver. Then you do the next one. Okay, the next one's storytelling. Or you're like, you know, I really need practice with frame control. How can I get people to challenge me? Well, what I often suggest is to wear a silly shirt or wear something completely non-fitting into the environment that you're in. So you go to a beach bar, maybe you wear a suit. And girls are going to ask you over and over again, why, why are you wearing a suit? Like everybody else is in tank tops and flip-flops and you're literally wearing a three-piece suit. What would you say to that, boys? When a girl questions your clothing, you basically say, look, look, I know you're trying to get me undressed right now, but relax, we just met. Or you want to focus very heavily on what I call requests, which is she asked you a favor. How can we elicit and provoke a woman to ask us a favor? 
bring up something that she might ask you a favor for. So for example, you're in a bar talking to her and you kind of want her to ask you to buy her a drink. Well, what you could do is start talking about drinks and start talking about your favorite kind of vodka or what she likes to drink, but never offer to buy her one until she says, hey, can you buy me a drink? Now, for those of you who've listened to my podcast for a long time and God bless America, my clients, you better fucking know this. What do you do when a woman asks you to buy her a drink? You say, yeah, for sure, I'll buy you a drink. How about this? Let's play a game. And if you win the game, I'll buy you a drink. If I win the game, you buy me a drink. Deal, deal. And that's what I like to say a lot of times. I say deal with a question mark, deal with an explanation point. And I not only do that while talking to them in person, but I also do it over text, over email on the dating apps. I say, hey, why don't we do X, Y, Z thing? Deal, question mark, deal, explanation point. Really builds a lot of attraction and it leads her in the way that women want to be led. So you guys make a bet. And what I like to do is take like a dollar bill and drop it through her fingers. So you hold the dollar bill above her fingers and you drop it. And if she catches it, then she wins and you buy her the drink. If she misses it, then you win and she buys you the drink. Now, this is a request. You have provoked her or encouraged her to ask you a favor so that you could use this technique. Or she's like, hey, can you get me a napkin at the bar? You say, yeah, for sure. Ask me in an Australian accent. Or yeah, for sure. Do a donkey noise. Or yeah, for sure. Spin like a ballerina. So you could put yourself in situations where you provoke things like frame checks, things like requests, things like you having to tell a story based on where you're leading the conversation so that you can rep the shit out. So the entire point of this episode is to convince you that you have to rep, rep, rep. And what you do is you do it systematically. You choose the first thing you're going to work on and you say to yourself, God to the damn it. If you do not practice this on the next 20 girls, I am going to tear a hole in your self-esteem that's so big that even I could fuck it. And that's what I want you to tell to your subconscious mind. We are practicing the shit. We are going to write it down on a piece of paper and we are going to rep it and rep it and rep it until it is literally memorized and we come to it every time we talk to a girl. Boom, arrow on the quiver. Practice the next thing. Rep it, rep it, rep it. Another arrow on the quiver. Practice the next thing. Arrow on the quiver, arrow on the quiver, arrow on the quiver. Next thing you know, you got six different attraction building techniques that you could use and you literally mastered them within three to four weeks. Okay, so you take the next month and you rep those things out until they're arrows in your quiver. And literally, guys, if you have five different attraction building techniques, you can have a regular conversation that a lot of you guys are having with women anyway, where yes, the adrenaline dumps and you don't know what to talk about and you just talk about weather and the baseball game and the presidential election, that's okay. Not ideal, but it's okay. And then you throw in an arrow, another arrow, another arrow, and you get five of those in there, you're gonna get attraction enough where you can get a phone number. And it's all about repping. So instead of trying to memorize everything at one time, take one little piece, rep it out until you master it, and then put it in your quiver. Then take the next piece and on and on and on until you have mastery over many different techniques rather than just some surface knowledge of tons of techniques. Because I know a lot of you guys are able to do that. Maybe you've listened to dozens, if not hundreds of my episodes, and it's insane how many emails I get of guys who are like, I've been through every single one of your episodes. And I'm like, wow, I cannot believe how horrible that must be to listen to my voice for that many hours. But they have all these techniques, yet they're still not getting girls. 
Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. And one of them is this, they haven't repped out the techniques. And another reason of course is what's going on inside their head. They have insecurities, they have issues, they have traumas, metaprograms, and schemas that aren't conducive to attracting women. So they go into set, they get the adrenaline dump, they go into screensaver mode. In addition to that, they have insecure body language, their tonality is bad, they're not dominant, they're not creating polarity, which is another podcast episode I'm about to drop, polarity and how that's attractive to women and why it's necessary to attract women, and they don't get the results. So this is one tool that you're putting into your toolbox, which is repping, mastering the techniques, and then bringing them into every single conversation you have with the girl until you're like me, where it's like, you've done it so many times, you don't even need to think about it. You're like, okay, she's going to say this. I'm going to say this. She's going to probably do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do a cold read. I'm going to tell this story. I'm going to do this qualification. She's going to get attracted. We may make out a little bit. I'll yank her phone number, and then I'm going to text her the next day. I already know what I'm going to text her, and I already know what we're going to do on our first date. Does it become boring? No, because when you get to a higher level, and this is going to happen for all you guys, you begin to experiment and out of the experimentation is where the really fun stuff happens. It was out of experimentation that one of my favorite techniques, which is asking her, do you like to travel? And she says, yes. And then you push her and you say, travel over there, came out of. Because I was just messing around. I'm like, I literally don't care what happens to this girl. I have literally six other girls I'm dating. Who gives a shit? And I was like, hey, do you like to travel? She's like, yes. And I'm like, travel over there. And she's like, oh my God, and slap my arm. And I'm like, oh my hell, that got her even more attracted to me. Jesus H. Christ, on a popsicle stick. This shit works when you don't give a shit. But that's a different episode. This one is reps, boys. Get in the batting cage. Okay, put a goddamn $50 bill into that pitching machine and do pitch after pitch after pitch until you dial in your swing. Now you're like, okay, I can hit a slider that's off the outside of the plate. Okay, let's go to a high fastball. And then you work it until you master it. And then that's how you build a skill set. It's just repping, it's just practicing. So I hope this has helped you, gentlemen. I hope it's allowed you to kind of visualize and internalize how it is that these techniques are mastered. So you can go through my content, cherry pick what you want to use, and then deploy it over and over again until it's mastered. That arrow once again into your quiver. I do appreciate you listening, gentlemen. As I've mentioned, I am now on video on YouTube. It's called the Unapologetic Man Podcast with Mark Singh. Please go over there and like, subscribe, watch, make comments. That really helps me to get other viewers of my podcast and to grow this thing, which is what my objective is. I'm also hitting heavy on Instagram. If you go on there, there's tons of new videos, tons of new content. I think my new video editing team is doing an absolutely spectacular job. So if you could follow me on Instagram, like my stuff, comment on it, I try to at least like and or comment back to every single comment. And if you're ready to work with me, then go to my website, coachmarksing.com, click on coaching and fill in the quick application. And we will talk about if we can at least 10X your results with women. So gentlemen, once again, I sincerely appreciate you listening. I draw a podcast on Mondays and Thursdays. So please stay tuned for the next one. And I will see you in the next episode.